It's time for the Podcateer Podcast. Good morning, Christopher Robin. Oh, well, glad to meet you. Name's Tigger. T-I-double-G-er. That's spelled Tigger. Now, isn't this a clever disguise? It's the Podcateer Podcast with your host, Mark Tanner. Take it away, Mark. This could be about anything. And if you're like me, you wait and see. For I've got curiosity. Hello, Podcateers, and welcome back to the Podcateer Podcast, Episode 90. And I am doing pretty good. I'm uh, recovered from my surgery pretty well. It's been uh, about a week and a half since I had surgery, and I'm feeling much better. I have an appointment tomorrow with the doctor. I'm hoping to get released to go back to work. And uh, not only back to work, but back to Disneyland, because I haven't been to Disneyland for couple of weeks since right before my surgery and boy has there been a lot of stuff going on out at the park for heaven's sakes <laughs> it's like they waited for me to disappear and then went crazy <laughs> oh what have we got going out on out there i got all these news stories here uh, let's see oh this is the worst one uh, anaheim california the price of admission to the disneyland resort just got a little higher a single-day adult ticket to the park, either Disneyland Park or California Adventure Park, has gone up $5 from $87 to $92. The ticket price for children ages 3 to 9 also jumped $5 from $81 to $86. And the resort upped its price for parking from $15 to $16. And the price of a one-day park hopper ticket went up too, which uh, went from $137. Uh, no, it uh, went to 137 for adults and 131 for kids. And it says that annual pass holders are going to see results uh, uh, increased uh, prices. Uh, and unfortunately, from what I read, it's going to be like 30 to $50, which is nuts. You know, a year after they go up 130 bucks, they're going to they're going to nail us with another $50. I mean, that's crazy. And you know what I also hear? And I haven't gotten anybody at Disneyland to say so, but I also hear they're getting rid of the uh, pass holder discount. If they do that, that's really going to kill you. Because I save, you know, quite a bit of money having my annual pass. Every time I go out to eat, I save 3 or $4. And I buy a lot of merchandise and uh, save a lot on that. Okay, now, uh, besides that... There was this craziness. A Disneyland employee held in Toontown dry ice bomb explosion. Now, first off, these dry ice things, an explosion is is really a, uh, <laughs> a shall we say, that kind of exaggerates what goes on with these dry ice things. It's more of a loud pop than anything else. And it says it could have caused somebody's death. I, I, I really can't imagine how, unless you built a really big one, maybe use a sparklets water bottle or something, how that could kill anybody. Because I've seen these things blow up before. It was a prank. 
you know, and to hold this guy in a million dollars bail, it, it got reduced to 500000 but even so. I mean, this is something 20 years ago, he might have got fired just for the sake of, he shouldn't have been goofing off doing stuff like that when he's working. You know, so, you know, hey, he deserves to get fired. But, uh, I mean, it was just a prank is all it was. It was a 22-year-old kid doing something stupid. He was probably trying to impress some girl or or he was mad at his boss or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, you know, this is not, they're trying to make this out to be some kind of terrorist thing or something. That's just ridiculous. But uh, anyway, that went on out there and they evacuated the park and did all sorts of over-the-top crazy stuff. But anyway, it just my opinion, I think that they're blowing this thing way out of proportion. Oh, let's see here. What other craziness went on? But anyway, uh, I'm not even going to give the guy's name. I don't think that that's necessary. But he was, like I say, he was a uh, outdoor vending employee. And I'll tell you something else. I think if he were a white outdoor vending employee, I think this might have been treated differently. So just to say that. Uh, anyway. On top of that, I'm not saying Disneyland would have, but I think the authorities might have treated them different. And I, I don't like to see that, but unfortunately it happens. And I hear, here's something else going on out at the park. And this is really, I have a personal bone to pick with this, uh, this one. Unfortunately, you have uh, some quote-unquote disabled people using their... A disabled pass at the park which you can get up to five people I believe that's the max uh, on a ride with you and what that's for is if you're in a wheelchair or you know something where you're you're genuinely disabled I mean you want to have your family be able to go with you and it, sometimes it's hard for those people to just stay in the line so they let them in through the back entrance, and I don't have any problem with that. But now you got some of these clowns using their disabled pass as uh, some kind of a, a free pass to take their buddies. And, you know, I've seen this going on at the park before, where they'll have some kid that there's nothing wrong with them. They're in a wheelchair, and somehow they have gotten some kind of pass, and they're getting on the back entrance, and I see them taking turns sitting in a wheelchair. You know, and, and that's just not right. And now on top of that, now I went on Craigslist because I had read that that's where these people were hooking up with these people. And on Craigslist, even after all this went on, there's still two ads. I'll, tell, I'll read you one. It's a disabled Disneyland guide. I am disabled from being run over and crushed beneath the wheels of a semi-truck when I was a kid. Uh, I am offering my services as a handicapped Disney guide. I walk with a cane and sometimes use my wheelchair. Because I'm disabled, I can enter the rides through the fast pass lines or through the handicapped access line, whichever is shorter. I can take up to five additional guests with me. This is the best way to enjoy Disneyland and California Adventure with very short lines. I am available anytime with a bit of notice. My rate is $50 per hour, which is very cheap as these people go from what I see. 
with a four-hour minimum and a $300 maximum from park open to park closing. I am a married father of three daughters. I've been taking my $3 to Disneyland for over a decade, and they love being able to skip the long lines. All right, now here's another one. It says, skip the lines at Disneyland, get the most out of your vacation. Hey there, my name is Jules, and that's my... Uh, let's see, that's my... Oh, that's me. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, there was a picture of her on there, so I, I see what that's about. It says, I'm a dance major and work as a private Disney princess for company events and birthday parties. I'll bet that isn't going to last much longer. Needless to say, I love Disneyland, and I am the official tour guide anytime family is in town. Due to a nasty car accident and some bad luck, I'm on the disabled list. But this has only added to the Disney experience since lines are no longer an issue. I can now accompany up to five people through the Fast Pass lines or through the Handicap Access line, whichever is shorter. This means avoiding those 60-minute lines and getting as much out of the day as possible. This is book a magical day of fun uh, with without <laughs> the out was spelled O U G H T without the wait time. Uh, most people charge one hundred dollars an hour or more for a pass uh, fast pass tour guide uh, tour spelled T U R E. Uh, but I love going as much as you do, so I only charge fifty dollars an hour, and also probably because the other guy's charging fifty dollars an hour. Or 400 for the whole day. Uh, it says, uh, it says I am a cute princess and a Disney expert. Uh, no long lines. Uh, price you can't beat. Oh, and she's using her premium pass to buy their food and stuff, too, which is also against the rules. Uh, so make the most out of your time at Disneyland. Shoot me an email with your Disney date and any questions you might have. Well, from what I understand, Disneyland is putting an end to that. Uh, they're going to start photographing these people and watching the use of the disabled passes. And anybody who's abusing them, and it'll be easy to tell because you'll see them there with different groups of people. And, you know, that's just not common. Now, I want to tell you something. Uh, I'm disabled. Uh, I've had uh, trouble with my back for years. I'm now, uh, as you know from uh, the past shows, uh, suffering from cancer. And uh, I have never once used a disabled pass. I just don't think it's fair. You know, as, as long as I am physically able to stand in the lines, I stand in the lines. Everybody else has to stand in the line. Why should I be any different? Now, if I get to the point where I can't stand up that long, then that's a different story. But I'm never going to do this kind of this kind of garbage. I mean, this is just a joke. It's uh, th these people should be ashamed of themselves. You know, I first heard about this. The New York, New York Post had an article uh, a month or so ago uh, accusing rich people from doing this. That rather than paying the $300 an hour that Disney charges for the plaid uh, tour guides that get you on the rides uh, through the back door. They were hiring disabled people at uh, 50 to $100 an hour and uh, doing the same thing. And, uh, you know, it's just terrible. 
the people that are doing it ought to be ashamed of themselves. And the people that are renting themselves out like this, it's just, it's just not right. I'm sorry. But uh, if you're listening to this show, you should be ashamed of yourself. And uh, I certainly hope you stop because this is terrible. And you're going to force Disneyland to do something, you know, unpleasant. Either do away with this type of thing altogether, which is going to make it bad for the genuinely handicapped people, or or they're going to make you jump through so many hoops, then it's just not worth it. So, anyway, that's all the Disney news and so forth. Uh, I'm hoping that I'll be able to have the show back out here on a more regular basis. I'm going to make some changes to it. Um, I've been, I'm a, a pretty staunch listener and contributor now <laughs> to the No Agenda podcast, which is uh, run by John C. Dvorak and uh, Adam Curry. Now, it's a political podcast, and it really doesn't tow any particular line and uh, it's it kind of an explicit podcast because every once in a while one of them uh, pops off with uh, an F word. So it's really not a show for kids, but it's an interesting show. So if you get a chance, look it up. It's uh, noagendashow.com. Don't go to noagenda.com. It's uh, somebody grabbed it before they could, and it's it's got some kind of malware on it. So they don't go there. But No Agenda Show is fine. That's their podcast uh, website. But anyway, I've been listening to that show. And Adam Curry is, they kind of call him the uh, Podfather. That's his nickname. Because he had a lot to do with the early uh, formation of podcasts, the way they were done, the RSS feed, which originally, that's really what makes the podcasts run. Uh, gives you the ability to be notified when there's a new one and uh, the ability to have it download automatically. That That's RSS feeds. And all iTunes did was just kind of build a structure around that. And uh, I'm not a technical expert, so if I got any of that wrong, I apologize. But uh, I, that's basically how I understand it operates. But anyway, uh, Adam Curry had a lot of suggestions and... Uh, the length of the theme song that I run, I think, uh, I think I'm gonna just uh, work on that and maybe pare that down a little bit and just just kind of touch up the way the show sounds, uh, go directly into the show rather than the big long theme song. So you may see that change. We had the regular theme song today, but you may see that uh, alter as time goes on. So. If you download this and it sounds a little different at the beginning and maybe it changes a couple of times, I'll, I'll try it out and see how it sounds. Alrighty, well, uh, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to play for you next. <laughs> I've been uh, downloading all sorts of stuff, but I'm uh, not sure what uh, to play. I'm uh, already at 15 minutes just in my rattling on here, so... I uh, may not have to fill too much because I usually try to keep these shows around a half an hour. I think that uh, that's a nice, nice figure. Although, uh, as you know from listening to the show, I've had some, you know, well over an hour shows. So that's the one nice thing about doing a podcast. You don't have to fill some particular little niche of time. You know, you can 
do whatever you want. Alrighty, well, uh, let's see what I can come up with to fill up the rest of these uh, 14 or 15 minutes, and I'll probably be back uh, in a little bit with something else to tell you about. So, uh, on with the rest of the show. I wanna go! Park hopping fast, ride dropping, flying through space, mountain sky. I wanna Magical go. dreaming, tower drop screaming, it's a spectacular night. Next up, I've got a little uh, snip of some audio I recorded in 2008, and my daughter and I were sitting at the Carnation Cafe listening to the piano player and sharing a pretzel. <laughs> so there's a lot of background noise, but the piano's pretty good, and he plays uh, something cool at the end. So it's just a little snort, short, uh, short snort <laughs> of uh, audio recorded out at the park. So hope you enjoy.
to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. I like to play that every once in a while. I know you hear it all the time, but it's nice to remember back in the days when it wasn't just for the almighty buck. <laughs> and I'm afraid it's getting that way nowadays. And one of these days, uh, some big giant, giant Chinese conglomerate's going to buy Disneyland, and that'll be it. But enjoy it while you can. Okay, on with the show. Uh, this next uh, snippet, is from uh, Innoventions. It's in the little boy's bedroom where they uh, have someone tell the Peter Pan story, uh, aided by all sorts of little special effects out the window and 
so forth projected on the walls. It's it's really pretty cool. I don't know if they still do it or not, but uh, what it was supposedly a party before they left to go to the uh, soccer world championships or something. I forget exactly what what the scenario was, but uh, you'd sit in the like I say, you'd sit in the boys' bedroom and they would tell a story because the shit, the uh, bed looked like a pirate ship and there was a cannon on the end of it. It was really, really cool. And they'd have one of the cast members tell the story. So uh, that's what I'm going to play for you next is uh, the Peter Pan story. As I said, just kind of imagine the special effects being projected on the walls and you'll get a idea what it looked like you can hear the sound effects but of course you can't see what was projected but uh, on with that do you want to be a pirate oh. who wants to be a pirate raise your hand if you want to be a pirate well you're the only one so you're the pirate come sit in this ship right here on the pirate ship all right what's your name i'm alec alec nice to meet you alec alec is going to be our pirate for the story okay and what's going to happen is I'm going to tell you to pull that rope and aim into the clouds when the time comes, okay? okay. But only when the time comes, so. All right, the story, what, what story do you think I'm going to read to you guys? How'd you guys know? That's amazing. I don't know how to do that. All right, here we go. I'm going to get everything ready. The room has to get ready. I've got the lights change. All right, here we go. Here it comes. Now this is the story of Peter Pan. Now it's all happened before, and it will all happen again. But this time, it happened in the city of London, on a small street in Bloomsbury, in the Darling House. Look, there's the Darling House right there. Pretty cool, huh? Now Peter chose this particular house because he knew that the people that lived there believed in it, huh? Pretty nice. Now it was on this warm summer night that Peter Pan, there he is, and Tinkerbell came to visit the Dolly children. And on this particular night, they came because they were looking for Peter's shadow. Look at that. I think, you know what? Look at the distance over there. There's Tinkerbell right there. Look at that. There she is. Very cool. And she's, of course, giving a little attitude there. That's why we love her. Now, Peter Pan whispered to Wendy, Wendy, where's my shadow? Wendy woke up and said, I put it in the, where do you think she put it? In the drawer. Who wants to go look in the drawer, see where it is? That drawer right there. Who wants to go over there? Somebody's got to go. You want to go? Head on over there. Let's see if it's in there. The top drawer. Whoa. What's out? Go ahead. There it is. You got it out. And Peter chased his shadow all around the room. Look at that. He finally nabbed it behind the easy chair that Wendy quickly sewed on the shadows that went to uh, Peter's foot. And Peter woke up John and Michael by yelling, Now I'm as good as new! Let's go to Neverland! So, Peter sprinkled a little bit of pixie dust all over the children and told them to think happy thoughts. And in no time, they were airborne. Look at that. <laughs> Come on, everybody! Here we go! Let's go to Neverland! So Peter flew out into the night sky, and the children followed one by one by one by one, of course. Now, if you've never flown before, it could be a very frightening experience and something to get used to. But for the darling children, Wendy, John, and Michael, it was the most amazing experience they've ever had in their entire life. 
As for Nana, she didn't like it one bit. Look at that. So the children flew across London, finally landing on the hands of Big Ben. And Peter Pan, he pointed off into the distance and said, There it is, Wendy, Neverland. Second star to the right and straight on till morning. So the kids flew off again into the night sky, playing follow the leader over the clouds and in and out, upside down. Now, of course, little Michael, he fell behind when they went underneath the tower bridge there. Look at that. And before you know it, there they were. They were in Neverland. It was the most beautiful place they ever saw, with dazzling rainbows, an Indian camp, and a mermaid lagoon in the Jolly Roger pirate ship. Look, there it is. Oh, a cannonball, look out! Oh! All right, it's your turn. It's time to be a cannonball. Fire into the clouds. Here we go. Try again. Oh, do you think you got him? I think I did. I don't know. Let's see if you got him. You think you got him, guys? Uh, no. I don't know. Well, Peter Pan, no, look. He came out of the clouds and began a duel to the death with Captain Hook. Now it was a frightening spectacle with the slashing of sails and the clashing of swords and the chopping of ropes and the chopping of mustaches and the mincing of words. But Mr. Um, that, that uh, evil Captain Hook, he was mean to the extreme. But one thing shivered his timbers. What do you think that was? The crocodile that was waiting for his patiently lunch. Now, like all heroes that are brave and true, Peter Pan vanquished the evil Captain Hook. And last we saw of Captain Hook, he was desperately trying not to be the main course of the crocodile's dinner. Now, Peter Pan was captain, and the Jolly Roger pirate ship was truly jolly. And thanks to a little pixie dust from Tinkerbell, but there she is, the Jolly Roger flew off into the night sky. <laughs> Back to that little nursery in Bloomsbury in London. And they were just in time to hear another story about Peter Pan, the Lost Boys, and Neverland. And I would not doubt that Peter Pan was somewhere out there listening. The end. Let's give a nice round of applause to our pirate, everybody. Very cool. That's what I call a pop-up book. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the party, you guys. Take care. I recommend checking out the Magic Mirror in the other room. That's pretty cool, huh? By the way, the magic mirror that he was talking about was in the girls' bedroom. You'd go in there and uh, stand in front of the mirror and select outfits, and it would show the outfits projected on you so you could tell you what you'd look like in it without actually trying it on, which was pretty cool. And it projected different wallpaper on the wall so you could have you know change the wallpaper every day if you wanted. That's a pretty cool idea. I don't know how you'd exactly do it because the shadows and, you know, where it was projected from would kind of be, uh, you'd have, almost have to, project, have to project it from in back of the wall, which you could do, but it'd be expensive and you'd have to build the room that way. You couldn't add it on later. But anyway, just wanted to tell you what he was talking about. So uh, I hope you enjoyed today's show and a little uh, odd pieces of audio I put out here uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of podcast here hopefully with uh, some of it recorded at the park if i get released and uh, get this uh, i have a drain on my leg from the surgery and i kind of need that off on my leg before i go into the park it just uh, it's not something you want to haul around with you 
So keep your fingers crossed, and hopefully I'll be out at the park. So you all take care of yourselves. Yeah, have a magical Disney week, and we'll see you at the park. Ta-ta for now. Podcateer is in no way associated with the Walt Disney Company or any of its affiliates. Any similarity to living persons or Disney characters without satirical purpose or the act of reviewing a product or reporting on an event is entirely coincidental. This podcast is a production of Toys Etc. in Southern California and is protected by a Creative Commons share alike 3.0 license. To contact us at Podcateer, please email us at podcateer at earthlink.net. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland has now concluded its normal operating day. Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Oh, oh. Now it's time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Charles Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. M-O-U-S-E. For your shopping convenience, this evening Main Street will remain open for an additional half hour.